From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, the eagle has landed. And by eagle, I mean the fraudster Sam Bankman-Fried. And by landed, I mean extradited to the United States. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. We have this Christmas storm coming in. I guess it's going to hit around 1 a.m. over here in Ohio. 1 a.m. tonight. It's going to go and have an advisory until Saturday morning at 10 a.m. I heard people in Wyoming already had this storm come in, this cold front. I've heard it went from like 40 degrees to like negative degrees, like in a half hour in places like Wyoming and Montana. So this should be very interesting. I'm not hearing a lot about snow, but it is going to be cold. Freezing rain, ice. We have this weird um, ice spray advisory over here on the lake. So everybody just stay safe. Make sure you have food in your house. Make sure that you are ready for if the power goes out. Just make sure that you are not traveling during the time of the storm. And if you have flights on that day or during that time, prepare for a cancellation. And not to be a fudster, but just to be pragmatic. One thing we haven't spoke about yet this year is taxes. And so we're going to have more about taxes coming into next year. Everybody waits till last minute to do their taxes. Not me. You're going to see me start doing my taxes on January 3rd because I'd like to get that shit done. Anyway, tax harvesting. If you have some losses, if you have some tokens that you think are going to go to zero, make sure you sell them right now. Lock in those losses. Make sure you can claim those at the end of the year so you can get that off your taxes. And uh, it's just called tax harvesting. So please look it up on Google if you want to know more. Uh, Obviously, there's YouTube channels about tax harvesting. Basically, you're selling your coins. You're locking in those losses. You can buy right back in. But if you have losses, just lock them in. Speaking of crypto prices and losses, (laughs) let's see what those crypto prices are right now. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 11.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at... $16,660, $16,660, down 1.2% in 24. We have Ethereum at $1,188, down 2.2% in 24. We have Tether, number three. USDC is number four. And Binance is at 241 down 3%. Running off the top 10, we have BUSD, XRP, Dogecoin, Cardano, and Matic. The total market cap is hovering just above $800 billion. It's at $800.8 billion. We have an even 40% for BTC dominance, and F is sitting at 182 and really quick, we have an interesting article from Tim Hake, a writer from Decrypt. And the article is entitled, Who Lost the Least? Top Performing Crypto Assets of 2022. And here we go. So obviously we know Bitcoin is down 60% from the beginning of the year, New Year's Day of 2022. On that day, it was sitting at $46,320. What is it sitting at? Well, you just heard it right now. 16000 and some change. Ethereum on New Year's Day was at 3000 Right now, it's sitting at $1,188. That's down around 69% or so. 
Now we're talking about DeFi tokens. Lido staked ETH has done the best. It was sitting at $5.9 billion market cap at the beginning of the year. And coming into today, it's around $5.7 billion market cap, only down around 3%. DAI is down 42% on the year. It started the year at $8.9 billion, and it's dropped to around $5.1. And Uniswap is down 48% on the year. Started the year at $7.7 billion, and now it's sitting at $3.9. Now, what were the best coins in general? Well, Trust Wallet token has climbed 116% from 71% New Year's Day to around $1.54 today. GMX climbed around 103%, and Leo token is up 6.5% on the year. What about meme coins? Dogecoin started the year at $0.17. Cents. It went down 58%. It's sitting at around $0.07 cents today. SHIB is down around 75%. And I'm not going to try to tell you what that price is because there's too many damn zeros in, in the beginning of that. And Doge Elon Mars or Dogelon Mars, Elon token, the ticker is Elon, is down 81%. What about publicly traded crypto companies? SQ stock has decreased 56% from 141.54 at the start of the year down to 61.41. Coinbase is down 85% from 2.32, down to around 35.12 today. Ouch, I'm a hodler of Coinbase. And MicroStrategy is not doing well either. It is down 64.5% on the year, from $482.95 to $171.52. What about crypto curious companies? Well, crypto curious companies are ones that are looking into the blockchain, the crypto space, kind of like dabbling in it. For example, Visa, Went down around 4.9% on the year, started at $216.96. It's sitting at $206.28 today. Western Union fell 28% on the year, $1901 at the beginning of the year. Now it's at $1368. And what about publicly traded crypto miners? We heard yesterday that a lot are going bankrupt. Well, we have Riot Blockchain fell 81% from $20.36 to $3.83. And Hive fell 85%. From 11:45 to 1:77, you can read the full article. Link is in the show notes. Great summary of the best and worst coins of the year in terms of their volatility. Moving into today's headlines, as I said in the beginning, Eagle has landed, and that means Sam Bankman-Fried landed in New York last night to face multiple charges, wire fraud, securities fraud, money laundering charges, all in all, around eight criminal fraud charges from the Department of Justice. Oh, trust me, there's going to be more from the SEC and the CFTC, too. Rumor has it, and I don't know how true this rumor is, is that he's being held at the same prison as Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Let's just go on the record and say Sam Bankman-Fried didn't kill himself, just in case. A vice dean at Brooklyn Law School said because there's so much money involved in this case, literally hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions, Sam Bankman-Fried's sentence range under the United States sentencing guidelines will be extremely high, probably off the map, meaning that once this is all said and done, if he's found guilty, he's going away probably for life and life and life, lots of lives, lots of lives. So as we know, there's this whole thing, this Ponzi scheme, this fraud, this using customers' funds, and it involved this whole team of people that lived in a penthouse in the Bahamas, including his ex-girlfriend, Caroline Ellison, who was the CEO of Alameda Research and FTX's co-founder, Gary Wong. Well, seems as though Gary and Caroline, they flipped on SBF. The SEC said that they're charging Gary and Caroline for their roles in the multi-year scheme to defraud investors in FTX, while the CFTC said that it's amending its fraud complaint, noting that Ellison and Wong, or Caroline and Gary, 
they did not contest their liability in engaging in fraud. Basically, they're coming clean saying, hey, yep, we frauded everybody, but we're not the top dog. Go get SBF. U.S. Attorney Damian Williams said both Ellis and Wong have pled guilty and are cooperating with the Southern District of New York. Who else has comments on this? Well, of course, Gary Gensler, the chair of the SEC. He said, Caroline Ellison and Sam McMurphy's scheme to manipulate the price of FTT. An exchange crypto security token, looked at he called it a security token, that was integral to FTX to prop up the value of their house of cards. When FTT and the rest of the house of cards collapsed, Mr. Bankman-Fried and Ms. Ellison and Mr. Wong left investors holding the bag. Gary Gensler continued to explain how this all happened. He said that Ellison, Wong, and Bankman-Fried artificially propped up the value of FTT, which served as collateral for undisclosed loans that Alameda took out from FTT pursuant to undisclosed and virtually unlimited line of credit. By siphoning FTX customer funds into the books of Alameda, defendants hid the very real risk that FTT investors and customers faced. Basically, they used FTT to make this artificial collateral, took out loans on this artificial collateral in real money, and used it however they want. So what did they do with this money? Well, FTX purchased the stake in Blockfolio back in 2020. They said originally it was a mix of cash and crypto and equity, and that totaled $150 million. I remember when that happened. I used to use Blockfolio. I spoke with Ed Makata quite a few times over the years. Uh, he was on the podcast before. I think he was even on the podcast after that acquisition. And what a payday for him. He made Blockfolio, which was a great tracking app for your crypto. And then FTX bought it. I think they actually made it a little better. Um, he walked out with $150 million. Hopefully, why? Because according to Bloomberg, around 94% of the funds used to acquire Blockfolio was in FTT. FTT hit an all-time high of $84.81 into September of 2021. I hope he cashed out because right now it's only trading at $0.89. Cents. And even though it's down to $0.89, cents, I can't believe it's not at zero. U.S. Senator Pat Toomey has quietly introduced another piece of crypto legislation before his retirement. Trust stands for Transparency of Reserves and Uniform Safe Transactions. And this would establish the federal regulatory framework for payment stablecoins and is designed to guide Congress toward the path of sensible regulation on cryptocurrencies. He said in a press release, I hope this framework lays the groundwork for my colleagues to pass legislation next year to safeguard customer funds without inhibiting innovation. This bill will also ensure that the Federal Reserve, which has displayed significant skepticism about stablecoins, won't be in a position to stop this activity. Huh, interesting. Senator Toomey's proposal would also take stablecoins regulations out of the hands of the SEC and the CFTC. Instead, it would act to create a new federal license for payment stablecoin issuers managed by the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, or the OCC. The OCC, by the way, is the agency charged with regulating traditional banks and saving institutions. He concluded by saying, by digitizing the U.S. dollar and making it available on a global, instant, and nearly cost-free basis, stablecoins could be widely used across the physical economy in various ways. While today stablecoins facilitate trading with cryptocurrencies, tomorrow stablecoins could be widely used in the physical economy. California regulators have ordered online crypto loans platform MyConstant to basically stop doing business with crypto products in the state. The Department of Financial Protection and Innovation blocked the platform from conducting the sale of securities in the state, including its lending platform and interest-bearing accounts. MyConstant offered loan brokering services for personal loans made from one customer to another, known as peer-to-peer -peer lending, via its loan matching service, which leveraged interest between 6 and 9%, depending on the repayment timescale. 
And finally, BC Hydro is a state-owned Canadian electricity provider, of course, BC Hydro, British Columbia, and it has paused new electricity connection requests from cryptocurrency miners for 18 months to support the province's climate action and economic goals. 87% of British Columbia's electricity is generated by using hydropower, and that's absolutely crazy and amazing. The province is facing requests from 21 new projects with a projected power usage of around 1,403 megawatts, and that's enough energy to power 570,000 homes or 2.1 million electric vehicles for a year. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I hope you got your fix of news today. I'll be back tomorrow. Same Matt time, same Matt channel. I hope everybody stays safe in this storm if it's going to hit you. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.